Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like the task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know. Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified podcast. I am so excited for this episode because it's going to be one where I just share like the real behind the scenes of my life and what's going on. And I'm really excited about this because this is exactly how I started this show. If you're a new listener, you can go back and listen to the beginning episodes. (laughs) I'll be totally honest. I do not recommend that because my audio was so bad. I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew is that I had figured out a secret to making home life, motherhood, day-to-day life easier for moms and families. And so I just started talking about it. I didn't know how to, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't realize that when I uploaded 
the episodes that I was uploading from the Facebook live that they sounded terrible and some of them didn't make sense because it was a Facebook live and I'm like talking to people in the comments and then uploading it to a podcast where nobody has any idea what's going on. And so the show has improved. It has improved over time, but when it started, it was totally just a passion project something that I was excited to share with. And that's what I'm excited to share with you today. It's less structured. It's less, here's the steps. Here's how you do it. Here's like the boat. I've got a basic outline of notes and we're just going to talk about what my life is like now versus what it was like five years ago, which is crazy when I started this podcast. So for context, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you, and if you are an original listener who helped me start this podcast, Let's reminisce together. Okay. So when we started, we had four kids and I had a baby. My, my now five-year-old was about six months old and we were living in Idaho. And so I was all excited because I was like, we have four kids and I have to let you know that one of my children is my stepson. So he's with us part-time. So for parts of the stuff that I was sharing in reality, it was two big kids, a sometimes three big kids who were like seven, nine, and 11, I believe, and then a baby. So <laughs> I would talk a lot in the Facebook group, which by the way, if you're not in the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group, you should go join that because that's the like one of the best places to get hands-on decluttering support from other moms who are kind and not they're not judgmental because we don't allow that in the group. We remove it immediately. It hardly ever happens to be honest, but come join the group. And I would share things like I've simplified so much that we do, we're a family of, what is it? Five or six. We do a load of dishes every day. I can do my nightly reset every single night. And in that season of my life, I, I would do my nightly reset very consistently, no matter what my counters would be cleared. They would be wiped down. The floors would be swept. Everything would be like just not only not cluttered, but honestly really clean because it was simpler for me. That was like a less, it was a pretty low workload for me compared to what I have now. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to talk about that too. But, and at that point, my kids weren't very into sports either. They did do sports like for fun. And sometimes it was like, only one of them was in sports or maybe both of them were in sports, but it was like just a Saturday morning. So things were slower, right? And for me, I was within my threshold, right? Two big kids, my stepson, part of the time, a baby, like I've got this and I was just like crushing it, right? And then I don't know if your babies are like this, but once my babies get like a year to 18 months old, like then it gets really hard for me. I feel like 18 months to three years old is the hardest because they're so mobile and agile and like irrational. I don't know. I just find that age difficult. And that is when I got pregnant with our fifth child. So at that time too, um, when it was just the four kids, I my kids did some of their chores, like they did their own laundry, but it wasn't very consistent. Like it was like sometimes they would help out with sweeping or extra stuff that I needed while I was dealing with the baby. But chores back then were not very consistent. Like a lot of it fell on me. And like I said, for my own threshold, that was fine and it worked. But then I got pregnant. I got pregnant when my daughter was about one. And then 
so I'm pregnant. We've got four kids. The toddler is in like full-blown toddler age, which is very demanding and challenging for me personally. We move across the country and I had just started a business and I kept my final pregnancy off of social media because I could feel myself starting to get outside of my threshold. And if you've listened to the podcast before, I talk a lot about the clutter threshold, like how much can you actually manage on a day-to-day basis? I was within my clutter threshold, but I was slowly getting out of like my life threshold, right? Of pregnancy, that being hard on my body, just being exhausted, moving, adjusting everybody to a brand new area that honestly was not very family friendly and difficult to be in. It was, it definitely was not pregnancy friendly at all, which made things stressful. My husband was in a high demand job and I was way outside of like my life threshold. And when I was pregnant, I could feel that I could tell that was happening. That's one of the benefits of decluttering, by the way, once you start to get out of your like threshold, it's very noticeable because you're like, oh my gosh, I remember this. I do not want to go back to this. But the things that were going on in my life were not stuff that I could just get rid of. Like you can with clutter. I knew that it was just going to be a season of my life that I was going to have to get through. Right. And I talk a lot on this podcast and my courses about seasons of your life and knowing that sometimes it's just a season of your life that you have to get through. And that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to be difficult. It just means that it's a season. It doesn't last forever. And some things are going to have to go. And so you might, if you were around like the end of 2019, at the beginning of 2020, I had Tara, our final baby. Everybody knew about that. And then we decided to move across the country again, just before the pandemic hit. Like we got here and two months later, everything was shut down. And so here I am, newborn, a toddler, three big kids in a pandemic and a business, and my husband doing, again, a high-demand job now in a pandemic that has all of these additional requirements on us and things changed. It was really difficult. Like My kids were legitimately lonely because we were in a new town, a new small town, which small towns are great unless you're the new person. And everybody's been here since they grew up and then schools are closed and it was a lot. It was a lot. And I just continued to be in a season of life where I was outside of my threshold, right? My threshold of what I could comfortably manage, which meant that I had to take a lot of things off my list. I had to simplify a lot of things. And one of the things that I took off my list was my business. Like when I started my start of this podcast and my start of the motherhood simplified group, I was literally going live every single day, talking about decluttering with you, answering your decluttering questions, giving you decluttering tips, like commenting on all of your posts, giving you all of the support that I could possibly give, creating challenges and running groups like spinoff groups and doing house tours and facilitating house tours for other people, just all of these things. And Like the middle of 2020 is when I started pulling back and saying, Hey guys, like I can't do this every single day anymore, which of course I couldn't, that makes sense. Now I'm, I'm going to try to do it weekly. And then even that was like too much and I couldn't do it weekly anymore. And so I had to pull back even further and say, I'm going to, I'm not doing weekly 
shows and the Facebook group live anymore. I'm only going to be doing them on the podcast. So if you want to listen to these, go follow the podcast and you'll get a new episode every week. The difference is that I can record them all at once instead of having to do one every single day or week or whatever it was that I was doing. And I actually pulled it back to where I was like, I'm only going to do these every other day, right? I'm only going to do these Mondays and Fridays. And then eventually it was like, I just can't do it anymore because my life was so much to handle. And so we've got the podcast and it's been great. And I've simplified a lot of parts of my business. Like I used to do a free decluttering challenge every single month. And now I only do one once or twice a year. And it works because now we got through that, right? We got through 2020 and 2021. I think this school year of 2021 is when my kids' schools opened up like normal. I think we were one of the first ones to do it. They got through the 2022 school year. And honestly, for us as a family, that was just like reintegrating into a normal life, which takes a lot, especially when you have so many kids. And then I had two toddlers and running a business, like it was just a lot. And then we got 2022 to 2023 to where we are now. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I have space again, especially when I like reflect on how far we've come and how different things were back then. And so I wanted to share just some of the things that I've gone through over the last like three years specifically, but I guess five years in total um, and what that looks like as far as like my home and the stuff that we have and what we decide to keep and not keep, especially in baby seasons. I'll point you to some places that you can go check out if you're like, if you're pregnant or you are trying to figure out like what baby gear you need and all of that point in the right direction to find that in the Facebook group. And things that have changed just as far as like our lifestyle and what I do with my big kids. So (laughs) let's talk about that real quick. My, the baby seasons. So when I first started motherhood simplified, my, there's six years between our third and fourth baby. And so I basically, I started over, we didn't have any baby gear. And I knew that with our fourth baby, I was just going to go super simple as a place to sleep, a car seat, food eating diapers. That's it. And that's what we did. And it was great because my big kids had enough like stuffed animals and toys and extras to keep her entertained. And to be totally honest, that was when I really got to practice what I preach and realize that babies don't need a lot. They don't need toys. The house is their toy, the pillows, the towels, the clothes, the people. If you have pets, the pets, the dishes, the bathtub, the water, the outside. That's what I used to say this all the time in the motherhood simplified group. Like the outside is the toy, right? I'm not, I don't need a bunch of outside toys because the outside is the toy. And that when I say things like this, I don't mean it like very rigidly. It's joking, right? It's meant to make you think about how kids play. So don't take that literally. If you have outside toys, that's great. Like we have a swing set, we have a trampoline, scooters, etc. But like for babies, yeah, the world is the toy. They don't need baby toys. So I got to practice what I preach with that and share all of that with you inside of the Facebook group. If you go to the motherhood simplified Facebook group, it's linked in the show notes. You can search my name and search. You can even filter on Facebook. Like by most recent, you can filter it by year and you can search Krista Lockwood, baby toys, Krista Lockwood, baby clothes, Krista Lockwood, wardrobe change. And you'll find posts and even old live videos, Krista Lockwood house tour, I show you parts of my house and how it's set up and we've lived in four different houses since I started this podcast. So enjoy that. If you want to go check those out, 
but I accumulated the stuff for the baby, kept it very simple and basic. And then I did that with our next baby as well and have like really curated memory boxes, like literally memory boxes for my kids where I put the things that I want to keep as their mom. And then they keep the things that are special to them, whether it's school projects or clothes that they like, and they want to keep or letters from their friends, they curate their own memory boxes. And so that's another thing that I teach you. You might be able to find some stuff on like sentiment. You will find some stuff on sentimental items in the Facebook group. But when I teach like how to curate memory boxes, that's a part of my decluttering simplified course, just as it's pretty advanced. You can't really do it until the rest of your house is squared away. But in addition to going through baby stages, I've also implemented a lot more responsibility with my older kids. So we have the same amount of dishes, but we actually do one and a half to two loads of dishes every day. Now compared to like before it was like just one solid load of dishes. And sometimes we could even wait until the morning to, to run the dishes. Now it's definitely at least one and a half, often two. And that's us being at home and we don't eat out. Like we just don't do it. Like I, I don't enjoy fast food and I don't really enjoy restaurants. So all of our food is at home. I don't know. I don't know if it's the food or I don't know if it's like taking five kids to a restaurant is just not fun to me. <laughs> so it's very rare that we do that. It's like a big deal if we do and everybody's excited. So it's reserved for that. So we do lots of dishes, right? Lots of dishes, same amount of dishes, actually the same set of dishes. We have the same set of dishes as I had five years ago. So I know it's not because we have more dishes it's because we have more people who are eating more. Right. So that's changed. My big kids have daily chores. So one of them does the dishes, the nightly dishes, and one of them does at least one load of dishes. I usually do the other like half to three quarter load. One of them sweeps the entire main floor. And then they both do bathrooms twice a week. They both do their own laundry. They both do their own bedrooms. And then my little toddlers, they help me with random things. One of them is almost six and she'll be in kindergarten in the fall. So I will probably try to find something that she can do every single day just to get her in the habit of it. But I don't know what it's going to be yet. So that changes things too, because like I said, when we started this podcast in this group and I would share photos of my home, I don't want to say like I was a fraud because I wasn't a fraud, but that level of pristine nightly reset that I was doing is not the season of life that I'm in right now because my kids are helping, right? My kids are doing the dishes, so I can't control them having the dishes done at the exact same time every night like I used to do. There's so many people moving in so many directions all of the time that even if the house gets swept at the end of the day, we might go to bed and the floor need to be swept again. So we'll have to do it in the morning because with teens and tweens, that's just life. That's just the way that it goes. And that's okay. That's the point of decluttering and simplifying. And so I wanted to share this with you because part of me for the last like year or so, as I've noticed myself shifting out of that threshold of life that is, was all way too much. And so I had to pull things back. I can feel myself having more space again. And so part of me felt like I was not going to be, you know, relatable. I feel like I was very relatable when I was stuck in that, like, life is way too overwhelming for me right now mode in the Facebook group. I think when I first started it five years ago and I was doing those pristine nightly resets, it was like inspirational and aspirational and it felt very authentic to me. 
And so it worked and it did inspire you and it did encourage you all. And it did get you all to do, create the same goals for yourself. And it always was open and honest and said, this is my situation. So don't try to make this your goal as well. These are my circumstances. Don't try to make this level your level as well, but know that it's possible even if you have three or four kids. And then I went through that phase of like baby toddler again, three big kids pandemic, everything's a mess. Everything is chaos. And that was like relatable to a lot of people. And now I'm in this season where I'm like, we have five kids, right? My house is still decluttered. Everything is still simplified, but it doesn't look pristine like it used to. And so I'm like, now I don't have anything, right? Like I don't have like I'm not a total mess just trying to survive and I'm not also just totally crushing it. It's just, this is, and maybe that's a good thing, right? That's why I want to share this with you guys. This is just how our life is now. My kids are in multiple sports at certain, in certain months. We have sports every single night of the week and, or school events multiple times a week or just the kids wanting to go do something fun, go to the park, go camping. Like there's always something going on, but my house is still the thing that has stayed the same is that my house still feels easy to be in. So even when those seasons of life for me have been chaotic and difficult and overwhelming and beyond my threshold of what I can manage without removing things from my life or my to-do list or my expectations, my home and managing it and keeping it pretty clean most days, making sure that everybody's got clean clothes, things are clean enough, sanitary, all of that. That's still been easy throughout all of these changes in my life. And that's what I wanted to share with you today is that that's the power of decluttering. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I'm so grateful that you're here listening. And that's why I want to teach you what I know, whether it's through listening to these episodes or you getting into my decluttering simplified program, whatever it is, I hope that it's helpful for you. Yeah. That is what's changed for me lately. And I still deeply believe that the home is one of the best places that you can focus your attention and time and energy on. If it's cluttered, if it's overwhelming, if it's difficult for you to manage, if it's hard for you to be at your home, if you dream of just like getting rid of everything and running away, if you dream of just not having to have all of the stuff or have some kind of a catastrophe happen where you don't have your stuff anymore, just declutter it, just declutter it. Okay. I've got a free workshop for you. I've got all of these podcast episodes for you. The free workshop does have a free checklist to get started as well as some other mini trainings within it. So go to the show notes, come join the motherhood simplified Facebook group, check out that free video workshop and the checklist join decluttering simplified. If that sounds like a good option for you, which I'm guessing it is. And yeah, that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And if you are listening, this is a great episode to tag me on your Instagram stories in because it's a story. It's a story of decluttering. It's a story of how I want to help you and help other moms who are in situations like you, you're in. And if you're listening and you've been around for a long time and you've been helped, share it in your stories, tag me so I can see it. I love to see you over there and get the word out to other moms so that if they are feeling overwhelmed in their home, they can listen in, get some support and start getting rid of that excess stuff in their life that is making it way more difficult than it needs to be. All right. That is it for this episode and I will see you on the next one.
Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.